Blog Talk Radio. Hey guys, Coach Rick Segisi here. I just wanted to uh, talk and give you guys a call in and, and talk a little bit about uh, an important you know, subject that I um, come across a quite a bit and I observe when I'm out in the, uh, you know, observing some practices with coaches and, you know, just out and about, even if it's soccer, volleyball, baseball, any sport, you know, when I, when I observe a coach, I notice some things and, and I want to see if they're, they're really connecting with their players. Are they teaching these guys and these girls? Are they teaching them what they need, not only to hear and learn, to, to learn the sport? That's called teaching the skill. But are they teaching these kids customized to what and how they want to learn? See, everybody's different. Every athlete is a different, is a different athlete. Some people will like to learn certain ways. Some people want stern people. Some people want to be more soft-spoken. Some people want to see things visually. Some will like to just learn through their ears, hearing. See, these are, these are, these are things that coaches have to assess. And I see coaches constantly just teaching the skill, but they're not teaching the skill to relate it to the player in the best way possible for them to learn. As your job as your coach, you need to know your players. You need to know how they like to learn. You need to know how like they like to be spoken to. These are things you have to upset, assess and, and really adapt for your players to get the most out of them. I'm going to talk about three common ways to learn. The first is the, is probably the most obvious and obviously the most used is the audio. So teaching kids through what they hear. So, you know, 99% of the time, if you look at teachers or coaches, you know, they talk, they explain, and sometimes they, they do some visual, but most of the time it's, it's, it's mainly through audio, speaking the skill, teaching the skill through the voice. That's pretty good, okay? But on average... Kids only learn about fifty percent. Fifty percent of what they learn is through the, is through the ears. They 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 retain about half of what you're saying. The second most influential way is through the vision, through the visual side. That's why people like to maybe they rather you know watch a movie than read a book. Not just because they maybe don't like to read, but it's because they get it more because they are more visual learners. Seventy percent of what we learn, we retain if we have it through visual. That's where video comes in. That's where videos made a big splash into the sports industry and the coaching and training industry because, you know, you, you can see things that you can't normally see as coaches. So you can help assess that and teach it. But they can see. That's the big thing. The, the athlete can see what they're, he or she is doing wrong. And that's where they can learn. Seventy percent of of how we learn it, we retain through our eyes. So we're going up a good 20% right there just to take from the audio to the visual. So if you combine both of those, you know, that's going to be the best alternative there. So we need to make sure we're doing, we're doing some type of visual. Okay. The third and the best way, and this is more probably the most difficult way. And it's probably makes sense because it's the hardest. It's the best way is, is through feel. 
feel, have the athlete not only hear, not only see what they have to do, but actually make a drill or make something that is possible for them to actually execute. This is where training aids come in handy. Why do you think, you know, when you put something, you know, on a, on a hitter's, a hitter's back elbow to keep it relaxed and not stay straight up or put something under you that for front arm to help with casting and, and there's a lot of different things. I'm sure with every sport you have these little, little aids, we call them, because it helps the athlete feel and do the exercise, do the skill set that you're trying to teach right. When you actually incorporate them to feel the movement through feel, you're actually getting 90%. 90% of how they're going to retain that information. It's 90% of it at the time. It's it, it's only 10% is getting lost. That's powerful, guys. That's the best way to teach. And as coaches, like I told you at the beginning of this episode, we talk about constantly. We talk, we talk, we talk, and we sometimes do some visual. In fact, I think is where we're missing it. You also have to make sure, guys, that you and girls, if you girl coaches out there, you have to make sure you guys understand that you have to teach to the athlete. I know sometimes coaches, we've been doing this for years. This is how I do it. The athletes should adjust to me. It's not that way. We have to learn to adjust and adapt. I, I train athletes, and every hour I have to change my way of teaching. So I might have a kid that comes in and he wants to be, he wants to be, he needs to be told three times the exact same thing that I ne- the next person that comes in only has to be told once. I know my athletes. I know my clients. I have to adapt my teaching style to them. They will not adapt to me. That's where you guys have to do this. I think that's coaches. We just don't, we just, we do it the same way, same way, same way. And we expect the, the players just to attain it. But you know what? There's probably two or three people on your team that are not getting it because maybe you're not getting them to feel it. Maybe you're not speaking to them properly at the same tone. Maybe you have to say it four or five times. These are things that you have to, you have to find out and learn your clients and know how they need to be spoken to and taught and how they like to talk. We call learning styles. You've got to learn their learning style and you have to adapt. I know it's hard work, but if you want to get the most out of your players and then in, and in, in turn get the most out of your season and get the best result and best product on the field, this is going to be a big key for you coaches is to really learn to each player, learn how they want to teach, learn, learn how they like to learn, learn how they like to be talked to, learn how who needs a lot more positive reinforcement than other players. With lower self-esteem, you need more positive reinforcement than the other players that with high confidence, you don't have to do that as much. These are things you have to learn. There's so many things you have to adapt. So before you actually get on the field and start teaching, I really recommend you guys sit down with your players, do a pre-evaluation, and get to learn them if you don't, especially the new players that, that are on the team. And if you want to maximize your coaching abilities, you want to maximize your coaches and your, I'm sorry, your team's performance on the field and, and capabilities and opportunities, this is where you need to really hammer it. So, coaches, I hope I supplied you with some some really broad insight. Again, this is a very short episode, but it's very powerful. Um, I just thought of this, you know, in the last few days, and I wanted to uh, do an episode to pass this on to to uh, coaches out there that um, that definitely can u- utilize this. I wish you guys best of luck. I hope you guys are doing great. And uh, until then, rise above. <laughs>